You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooling Kitchen segment number one, we go MLS hard all day. We talk about the Brilliant <laughs> Idiots podcast that Alexis was on. We talk about Cuba because this is the podcast where we talk about <laughs> Cuba. Uh, but MLS was absolutely on fire. Both legs all day. Canada. Canada Classico. It was hot. Oh, in the second segment, we talk about a little bit of Spain. We talk about a classical, not the Canada classical, the one, the, the secondary one, the one with Real Madrid and no, Barcelona. No one cares about. Yeah, no one, no, no one watched that. And then we also talk a little bit about uh, Arsenal. We talk a little bit about Everton. We talk about Manchester United. We talk about Chelsea. We talk about Man City. We talk about a lot going on. And not just that, we're going to talk about even more on this episode of the Cooligans. Hi, I'm RJ Allen for New York City Football Club, and you're listening to the Cooligans. We are back. Oh, look at us. Back, uh, you know, we have our, our Canadian citizenship now. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get stamped. We didn't get our passport stamped on the way down. No, they, don't, they, they don't stamp them uh, coming from Canada. No, is that true? I and think it, you could ask. I think I asked once in Canada and they did it. Okay, because I, I think they presume that you people go back and forth so often. So yeah, that you're they, not going to. You're just going to fill up your. Just a gang of stamps. Yeah. I yeah. want to get one. I like stamps. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Stamps on the passport. That's like, you know, you open up your passport and you're like, oh, look where I went. Just get a tattoo on your body. Says you want to get it. Sure. <laughs> get a new passport. I need new skin. I need uh, new skin every few what's years. What's up, everybody? We are the Cooligans. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. Uh, and uh, yeah, we are excited because last week we were in uh, we were in Montreal for 24 hours. Uh, we were, and uh, we put out. We didn't record an episode. Uh, you know, an episode. We put out an interview that we recorded a, a few maybe a week prior. Yeah. Uh, with Jimmy Conrad. I hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, it was a long episode, but it was a long conversation. He, but, you know, did not hold back and he did not but it was an important conversation absolutely we covered a lot of uh subjects and uh i i think it for i think for some people and even just for me listening to to jimmy uh speak on the the state of u.s soccer and just his opinion on it helped shape my own you know just really uh, you know every little he influenced you yeah he did just with his opinions on mls on with uh, promotion relegation and just in and uh youth uh, academies and 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 you know how to just how to grow the game uh in the U.S., it, it was it was well, very enlightening. So many things keep happening. I mean, we almost have to interview him again just to talk about the NASL ceasing operations. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's another like. Well, I mean, we we can get into that later. Yeah, we'll I, talk about that. I later. mean, that, that that's just another. Uh, you know, just the fact that lower level soccer keeps uh, a folding right is just I guess more evidence that I, I'm not saying it, it, we need necessarily we necessarily need promotion relegation, but there is there should be something in place right. that that protects lower league soccer because that's that's these this is the pipeline. That's so how we develop it, players. A, yeah, it's like if, if the NCAA folded and we couldn't have right. you know college football players like and you know they wouldn't have anywhere to to, to play and, and and improve right people would be concerned yeah absolutely and you know you can't uh you know the the 22 now teams or 21 i think next season 22 the season after can't shoulder the development of players for the men's national team on their own that's something that needs to be done across the country. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. The, the game is. Uh, yeah, the more the more I'm around soccer, and and the the more I'm around uh, just uh, 
the, the culture of it, the, yeah. even playing a little bit, you start realizing like this game requires and, and talking to Jimmy and, you know, Jimmy was saying like, yeah, these you need to be trained when you're like four years old. You need yeah. to it needs to start so early. Right. Because isn't it shocking that like becoming a doctor is five to six years? <laughs> you can just becoming a professional soccer player is like 12. Yeah. <laughs> is that it, insane? You just got to Yeah. It really has to be, uh, you know, when, when you hear about uh, a lot of players, like a, a lot of amazing players mm-hmm. uh you hear oh you know my my father had me playing when i was three years old and david villa who just won mvp yeah uh he, you know his story he was like talking about how his father forced him to be good with both feet by the time he was like four years old right which is like insane yeah my nephew's <laughs> what turning six and he's like Nah, I don't want to do anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. one of those kids that's like, ah, I want to go do that thing over there. I can't imagine. You had to hit your kid. I think we've talked <laughs> yeah. about this before. Yeah, these are why these players yeah. are so amazing. They yeah. gotta, you got to get hit. This that's generation of players, no. There's, <laughs> they're not going to learn. You know, you're just not getting hit enough is the problem. <laughs> you know, everyone, and look, we, we spoke to RJ Allen a few weeks ago, and his yeah. mom was there. We were talking to his mom, and yeah, his mom we was did. like, that's right. he, it's like, yeah, we we. How many times did I tell him practice your left foot when he was like seven years old? They yeah. told him another hundred, uh, you know, passes with your left foot. She was no joke, <laughs> Miss Allen. I think Catherine her name is. I'm not sure, but Miss Allen was no joke. Yeah, man. So, it, uh, it, yeah, I, I'm I'm enjoying being around it more, but it, it it's giving me, uh, you know, a, a more sort of emotional connection to the growth of the game where well, I'm like I re- it, it's very important to me now and this is the more thing, than ever I like I like that you're saying that because you know when we started this podcast and maybe the people listening today haven't been with us since day one you know one of the first few episodes the first few episodes were talking about how you're a huge fan of the game you love the game but you wouldn't consider yourself at that point a supporter just yet like you hadn't been fully sort of entrenched in the game. You're just like an above, way above average fan. Yeah. Like you play the Especially FIFA. Especially by, by American standards, way above average. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you play FIFA. I mean, you bought season tickets to an MLS team. You know, you play FIFA a lot. You knew players. You didn't understand all of the backstories with all these different clubs and stuff. But for the most part, you kind of have like a really strong connection to the game itself. And uh, now look at you. You know, now that you've gone beyond, I think now you see some of those things that you can hear people arguing about. And if you're just even an above average fan of the game, you're like, why are you guys talking so much about youth development in like the middle <laughs> of the country? But now it's like, this is important because you see those chains connect. You see those things. I'm glad Jimmy uh, had that effect on you. I'm glad sitting next to me for you know, a, a year thing. and a half. Nothing. Nothing. Not- <laughs> no connection whatsoever. Just flying right over my head. I'm oh, like, what? What is Alexis talking about? <laughs> you this, you that. I'm like, he seems really obsessed with children. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> oh, he's talking about those kids. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, But yeah, look, a, a bunch of stuff has uh, happened uh, the last few weeks. We haven't really been able to talk about a, a lot of things because we were either away. Uh, we, we couldn't put out, we couldn't record a, a proper episode last week. Right. It's in- and we wanted to do one in the car. I know we said we were going to do that. But uh, there's something going on where it's just way too loud inside the car. The yeah. going through the roof is too much. So there's a couple of things. Before we start, we, we're going to talk about the MLS, the playoff matches, playoffs, those two yeah. legs. But uh, 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 Those two legs. Those, <laughs> those, those nice-ass legs. Mm, long, long <laughs> look at legs. Them, look at the games on that playoff match. <laughs> but um, obviously the, the, the very sad story that we didn't get to talk about uh, in Brazil, uh, the Brazilian team. Chapa Goense. A, a, a plane crash uh, on their way to the Copa Sudamericana uh, to Real play uh, 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 Atletico Nacional. Nacional, yeah. They were going to go play in, in Colombia and the plane crashed in Medellin. Uh, and 19 players plus a lot of other people. 
a lot of other people, it was about 70 yeah. some uh, people, and uh, there were about six survivors, five or six survivors. Yeah, the the fo- the video of them in the plane before it takes a I couldn't watch it. It kills me. It kills yeah. me. I mean, yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, th- there's nothing sadder. This is this is uh, in, yeah. in 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 life and in soccer. Obviously, this these are the tragedies that uh, I, I mean you you don't forget. I mean they they uh, it, it doesn't get worse than this. But I, I mean on on. On a positive note, the only thing positive we can find from this is that the response in the soccer world has been everyone across and, all continents. Across, yeah, it, it's been immense, and and that it you know sometimes uh, as a as a fan of football uh, across the world, there's there's what eighty leagues. There's every country has every their, country every has, country has their own at league. least at least the first division exactly, yeah. and uh, and there's always it always seems like there's so much going on, and there's no way you can really pay attention to all of them, right? Uh, even in even if you know there's a bunch of huge leagues in in Europe, but it's very difficult to really follow all of them closely. Yeah. Um. But the response from every single league, everybody, anybody in sports knows. This yeah. story, you know, yeah, and people that don't know anything about soccer were were you know reaching out to me, uh, going, "Hey, did you hear about that plane crash?" Did you, I mean, this was a big, big sports story. Yeah, and I think one of the things that doesn't get covered were just, and I try to make, I try to sort of enlighten people on my Facebook wall and my social media, um, who aren't fans of soccer but might know us from comedy or just friends of ours, like you know, Atlético Nacional, uh, saying to award them the championship. You know, posthumously, posthumously. I that's I can't explain to you how difficult of a decision. It must have been an easy decision to make, but just in the in the long term, we're gonna look back at that and say that was very, very um honorable of them. Because you know, you play for trophies in this sport. We're talking about divisions. You can drop down divisions. Explaining that to someone that doesn't understand soccer, it'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, you got next year. In soccer, you you don't always. Yeah, yeah. You know, dropping down to a lower division in Colombia might be a financial ruin for you. Exactly. Um, and I'm not saying that they would have dropped if they lost to Sud America, but what I'm saying is, is you're rated against, you know, how you fill that trophy cabinet. Um, you know, in American sports, it's different. You know, oh, well, last year we were, you know, 10 and 6, and this year we're, you know, 12 and 4, and that's a better season. That doesn't happen in soccer. It, very few times can you say like we're in, you know, like you know Everton. You know, we're getting better. We're getting better, and we're on our way to Champions League. Yeah, you have those incremental seasons, but winning a trophy, having an opportunity to win a trophy, is a massive, 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 massive honor. And you have that in front of you, and you decide to give it to the team that passed away on the way to you. That's a beautiful thing. I think most teams would have done that. I don't think That's anyone right. so else would have. If you don't know, yeah, the, the- I said it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they Atlético Nacional gave them the the trophy. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, I don't think there's any team that would have been like celebrating that they won because the other team forfeited by dying on the way to the game. But it, the fact that it happened and then happened so effortlessly, and no one called for them to do it. That that says everything there that needs to be said to me in, about the sport. Exactly. And by the way, this is a secondary trophy. You know, Copa Libertadores is the real is the main, main trophy. This so is this like, is like the this Europa, is the Europa League of, of of South America. Exactly. But but think about what it means for some of those teams in Europa League to win that. I mean, this is. Uh, heartbreaking and you know Ronaldinho apparently it's not true but he said he would anyway play for free he come yeah, out of retirement a couple of players uh, Riquelme also said the Riquelme, same yeah Riquelme which I would love to see just yeah. I love that guy but um, you know this response from everyone and uh, FIFA uh, they've the other teams in the, in the Brazilau have um, 
uh, which I'm going to call it, have uh, petitioned FIFA to say, to give them an exemption from being relegated for three years. That's right. Which is incredible. Like, all of these things are, this is other teams putting their own neck on the line to help these guys. I mean, and, and not, uh, you know, people have been trying to help the team. Uh, you know, in any way they can with, right. you know, the free loaning of players, uh, the play. but some, yeah. some teams, uh, I know PSG just gave them $40 million. So, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of teams that are just donating to keep the team yeah, alive. Is, you know, when you, if you lose all basically all your players, right. uh, you know, in, in any accident or in any, or, or from free agency or whatever, right. you have to start, I mean, from the ground up, You're I mean, decimated. and, and this is. Starting from the ground up is is uh, started from the bottom. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, but it, it is uh, with the emotional uh, what what the, the the people who are still a part of the team, the front office that are yeah. still around. Yeah, starting from scratch is devastating. Absolutely, I mean, people are. I mean, first of all, you know, financial fair play. I'm sure that's part of it. They're like, yeah, we'll donate four million. You know, we'll donate four hundred million. Yeah, that way it's good. It goes against <laughs> the books. I heard Manchester United is going to donate Fellaini. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just send uh, it as Yeah, no, Chopper Guns is done. No, no nah, thanks. No, nah, we're good. <laughs> Even if you don't want them, like, can you just keep them? I don't know, maybe make them clean the locker room or something? Yeah, no, they're too, they're, they're too good for that. They, they don't need it. <laughs> but, man, uh, like, yeah, this is, you know, this sort of rocked me to some degree. I mean, it was, it, it's scary, uh, but seeing every, how, how the soccer world reacted was definitely uh, beautiful. Pretty awesome. And man. I think, it, you know, even D, my wife, who you know knows of soccer doesn't really care too much but she's aware of it and she respects it because i love it uh she uh was was very adamant about how how much she was touched by the response from everyone across the board because as i was watching a lot of the videos she's like oh my god what's that oh my god what's that and i'm just explaining like people showed up to the stadium and you know and they chanted thousands, thousands. i mean this is it was one of the most it was touching you know yeah, it was yeah. absolutely touching i mean they showed up in colombia as well the, yeah the other the opposing team i mean that that was i mean yeah it was just beautiful yeah. Uh, obviously it's very tragic, uh, but I mean, it, it's been great just to see. And by the way, the plane crashed because they didn't take enough fuel on yeah. purpose. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even want to necessarily get into that because that's like another, that, that, what that the, makes me angry. It, yeah. It's, it's, but who knows like the, the exact details, but whatever. I mean, I, well, I, the people investigating. I, they, yeah. They, they I, well, I heard details. like they, they were like circling cause they were trying to land, but then. I don't know. It, well, well I don't supposedly know. he knew he was running out of fuel, but they purposely took less fuel so they could take more people to make more money. Ugh, I don't want to. Right? And that immediately yeah, makes just- me viciously. And I hope there's a massive lawsuit. I hope there's a ridiculously massive lawsuit from family members to uh, to the team itself, to soccer. I hope FIFA sues them. I hope Loretta Lynch sues them. I hope everybody sues them. <laughs> I hope Barack Obama comes back and sues them. Well, and and uh, another detail was... Uh, a, a few weeks prior, uh, I guess during a World Cup qualifier, that same exact plane had flown the Argentinian national team. Uh, just yeah, just the really? same, literally the same exact plane, just a few weeks prior. Oh, so that's uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. It's just dude. If I was on a soccer team, I'd crazy. be down there checking the landing. I'm like, we good? <laughs> what we doing here? Uh, and the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, uh, just as equally, catching up, e- equally tragic. Uh, yeah. You were on the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, tragic if you're my notifications. <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, if you're Alexis Twitter account. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. If you like to be called a fat, uh, a fat devil <laughs> and uh, fascist, I've been called uh, capitalist pig. Yeah, I've been called everything. 
Uh, Fidel I, Castro. I just, look, to my credit, I only call you a pig. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I'm true. I'm trying to be a little classier. Yeah, I mean, you don't go political. You just go straight to I would. I wouldn't want to hurt you that yeah, way, no, dog. No, of course not. <laughs> no, not at all. You go right for the gut. Uh, literally. But yeah, uh, so the Brilliant Idiots podcast. Charlemagne. Charlemagne the guy from uh, Power 1051. And Andrew Schultz, he's a, a good com- uh, comedian friend yeah, of ours. Guy Code. Guy Code. code all those. Uh, hilarious dude. And uh, he, Absolutely. Uh, Alexis was brought on recently to discuss. Yeah. Uh, uh, Schultz Fidel- is a friend of both of ours, you know, yeah. comedians. And then he was like, oh, we need someone to, to talk about Fidel. And he didn't tell me exactly what was going to happen. So I just walk in cold. Uh, and then as a, we're, I, I have my coffee in hand, I see him in the lobby. We're walking up together. I'm like, so what exactly is going to happen? And he's like, oh, yeah, no, uh, you're going to tell us all the bad stuff Fidel's done and convince <laughs> us he's a bad person. And I'm like, why do I have to convince anyone he's a bad person? <laughs> and, and then it becomes a black white thing where, you know, I have my grandmother's black Cuban. I have obviously I'm, I'm relatively olivey type, almost fair skin. I have fair skin people in my family. You know, Cubans are just Cubans. You know, like yeah, we don't, I, I feel the same way about Dominicans. I'm like, I have white people in my family, yeah. I have black people in my family, and like, yeah, I, I don't see them any differently. No, me neither. Like, it, it took me really. I lived in a house with my grandmother, and it took until eighth grade before I realized she was different than I, like skin color wise. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, someone said she's black. I'm like, oh, she's not. She's Cuban. Oh my god. She is dark. You yeah, know, yeah. we didn't know. You're just living in a house. This is your grandmother. You don't think of it. Mm-hmm. So I talked about it from my personal perspective. I gave family experience. I gave knowledge that I have firsthand of, of what's going on in Cuba. I have conversations with family members when they come here and they break down and realize they can say exactly how they feel. All this. And apparently that's just not enough for the Internet. <laughs> and you know what? I The first the first back How and dare forth. you not please the internet, yeah, Alexis? Yeah, I know. Which I thought, what is your problem? You know, that's why I was born. It was to please <laughs> the internet. I thought this was my goal. I can pull the sword out of that stone. Yeah. Um, and the first guy who commented, like, ta- like he tagged me like 10 times, 10 replies. And he was like, yo, I was with you. And so you said this. And then it's bullshit. It's blah, blah, blah. And I got into it with him. And then at some point, I was like, wait a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> and then as the days go on, I mean, at some point, I'm a hero. And at some point, I'm a villain. Yeah. But my favorite thing is I wore an Arsenal jersey. I wore um, the long sleeve, I think, 2010 uh, shirt. It might, it might have been my 2013. I wore a long sleeve, uh, you know, Arsenal shirt. So there's video of it. There's photos. Photos that get posted. There's people that were like, hey, yo, fuck what you think about Fidel. You dead wrong. But yo, what you think the Gunners are doing this weekend? Yo, you think we win in the league? Yo, I followed you. You a soccer fan. Yo, I'm listening to Cooligans now. Yo, but fuck you. You a devil. But yo, what you, you think these Gunners are doing something? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't There's that a beautiful? musician from like, uh, I think he's from Ghana, if I'm not mistaken, There's, who's now following me. And he hasn't asked me once to listen to his music or click on the link. He's legitimately just an Arsenal fan. And he's like, yo, I heard you on Brilliant Idiots. We got messages like, like, yo, is this the Cooligans? Is this the thing that dude that was on the Brilliant Idiots? Yo, he's a fucking idiot. But yo, like, you guys talk about soccer. I'm like, I'm glad that soccer people can forgive what yeah. I think about the situation that happened. And then people are like, yo, his mom got, got sent to a camp. Of course he mad. That's why he angry and terribly wrong. And I'm like, wait a minute. I never once heard people say positive shit about Fidel. Now I got to deal with this. Yeah, that's great. I mean, look, that's how that's how bonding the the, the game really is. Man. Yeah. Like, it, and it's different than uh, I think any other sport. Like, no one would really care if you were, like, a Knicks fan or a Giants fan. Yeah, no. And, and would look past. They'd be like, I can't stand that you were, yeah. that you were a Knicks fan yeah, because you have is, that you point. You make us look bad. You make yeah, us yeah. Yes. But it's like, oh, you gonna? All right, yeah. cool, cool. Then yeah. you, you, yeah, got, you, you got some, some kindness in your heart, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you a fucking asshole. But, yo, like, we follow. Yo, stand next to me. Let's go to the matches together. I hate you, though. 
I hate you, but yo, let's cheer this team on together. It was it's it's been kind of funny, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I purposely wore the Arsenal shirt because I knew they were gonna do video and photos. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this might curb some of the negativity, and it <laughs> yeah. worked. It, it worked. was like a shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it worked. Thank you, Arsenal. And then people, some people were like, yo, you should have wore the NYCFC jersey. And someone put like, you know that you know it's uh, it probably smells after the season. That's why he wore the Arsenal. And I was like, yo, how did you know? Because I had it. I thought about it for a second. Okay, which one am I gonna wear? Yeah, but yeah. the NYCFC one, that's laundry right now. It stinks. Okay. <laughs> Wow, people have like a, a webcam in, yeah. like in, in your hamper. Yo, for real. Like I was like, man, this person knows Yo, too much. They know, they know. Uh, so yeah, so that was uh, that was awesome. But look, a lot of MLS, uh, just so much action. Heat. Oh, it has been absolutely on fire the we last. We can't week. cover the league as fast <laughs> as the MLS Cup. See the finals. See the tickets sold out. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but the MLS Cup, uh, which is uh, this Saturday, uh, December tenth at what seven thirty? I think the coverage starts on yeah. Fox yeah. Uh, in the U.S. Um, it's sold out in three minutes. Uh, it's it's being played at BMO Field in Toronto and BMO BMO. Yeah. Oh, they call it BMO. It's yeah. not BMO. That's right. Uh, yeah, bowel movement. Uh, yeah, bowel <laughs> movement. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. But look. Uh, Start writing your letters now. They're playing in uh, in Toronto. And uh, it, w- the big uh, concern, I think the MLS wanted the game to be in Seattle, uh, obviously. 60,000. 60, yeah. More people could have filled the CenturyLink field. More money for everybody in yeah. general. Uh, so, And it would have, without a shadow of a doubt, sold out. Of course. Yeah, probably just as fast. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so... Let's talk about uh, the second leg of uh, of Montreal uh, and Toronto. Wait a minute. Actually, that brings up a good question. Would well, you be upset if there was a rule that said the person with a bigger stadium gets to host the final? Yeah, I would be upset. That's ridiculous. You would? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a little, uh, you know. I know size matters. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I'm a size queen. <laughs> we know that about but it, me. But you know, it's it's not really fair. Uh, How is know, that not fair? You get more points. You get to host the the game. I mean, uh, uh, look, the only sport- twenty seven thousand or twenty eight thousand versus it's, it's, sixty. It's a bummer. Well, more people also it, would have been on turf. That would have sucked. More people in uh, you know, in the U.S. should watch soccer so they can build more, you know, larger. Yeah, but in arenas. Europe, they're smaller. They're smaller stadiums but not 30,000 I mean I obviously maybe like Bournemouth or uh uh you know the smaller clubs yeah uh, yeah I, I, occasionally but yeah you don't uh, 30 is the FA Cup the, the uh, I mean the FA Cup is played in, in Wembley, Wembley or whatever but yeah which I think but what about a neutral I know it, it, what about a neutral stadium site at this point, at the state of American soccer, that it's not a good idea because I unlike like- the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is a media event. Uh, it, it, it's a spectacle. Everyone on earth wants to get a ticket to that. Clearly, there's there's demand. Yes, but at at this at this point, to get to make your your. A season ticket holder from Seattle, and they would go. Stop it! They would, they and would Tor- fly willingly and Toronto willingly. To uh, they would, but to force them to spend that kind of money for it. What are you talking about? It's the MLS Cup final. Nah, it's the final. I think. I think it's um, uh, the fact that the game is going to be at, at one of those teams' home fields. I think is. It's stellar. beautiful. It's, it's amazing. I think it's beautiful, and you get the advantage. You get the you you get to host. So you get a better chance of winning. Sure, playing on your home field. I think. The World Series, the only game, what games? The, the, Champions League finals. In well, a the World Series, site. the World Series is decided by the All Star Game, which is still stupid. kind but of still, stupid. Still, like it's a seven game series. It's not one for all the sports that have one game. It never happens in one of their fields. Uh, 
Champions League final, it's a neutral site. FA Cup final, neutral site. I don't think I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm, saying, I'm I think saying it's an incredible idea. I say, I'm saying at this point. Oh, okay, so not I I'm not saying I, whichever team has the bigger stadium. It should be a neutral site. But MLS has tried that, and I don't think it's really been that great. They used to do neutral sites in the past because because uh, in uh, I remember what when we were talking to Jimmy Conrad and and his 2007 uh, uh, um, uh, Kansas City against DC United was played in uh, LA Galaxy's right. stadium. So they've tried it. and But that was also a different time in the league. I think looking at this now, I think it's a disadvantage to have it in a twenty in a thirty thousand seater, I'm not sure exactly what BMO I, I, Field is. I wouldn't I wouldn't argue with that. That it's it's it, I mean it's a hindrance without a doubt because they could sell more tickets without a doubt they can make more money. Not just that. I mean, think of the fanfare. I mean, look, it's going to look amazing and it's going to be great to have the ultras be able to march and you know we we were trying really hard to be there, guys, uh, <laughs> to record all this for you. But uh, you know, it's going to be great in that sense and it has a lot of positives. I don't think it's that big of a negative to have it in a neutral site. I think I I, I don't Champions I, League finals in a neutral I mean, site, it, I think a finals in a neutral site, you know, uh, Copa Libertadores is in a neutral site, I believe in the country, right? Oh, no, no, that's, I think that's in the, no, I think that's also a neutral site. I, I, I think MLS is still, be, they've, since they've done neutral sites, I think, I think they are a little nervous about not selling out or not selling as many as they think. That's, that's my uh, uh, reasoning for why they would, uh, right. you know, no, have I get home. your point. But look, yeah, I think that's the only. If this happens again next year where it sells out immediately, then I think. You're gonna see by the time that like Minnesota yeah. comes in and Atlanta's done and LAFC's look at, done. at some point that's where it's gonna have to go. I yeah. think on the side just because yeah, there's too many small uh, fields yeah. in in MLS that yeah financially it's just not a good idea. Just having it at a neutral site or or you know how certain leagues have uh, you know stadium uh, requirements for you to be able to even be promoted. You like in in Spain you there's a certain team Alicante FC. They've been promoted technically twice, but they can't actually move up because their stadium doesn't have enough seating to qualify for the next division. Okay. So they should say, like, if you want to host an MLS Cup final, you have to have at least 40,000 seats. All right. Well, let us know what you think because right. we're not going to resolve it. At, yeah. Right now. You know what? Go <laughs> send us send us a message and, and you can use, you know, hashtag neutral site, if you will. What do you or hashtag MLS Cup Stadium? What um what do you think uh, they should do? I think neutral site. I think it's something we're going to have to go back to. I, I, you're happy keeping it I'm fine the way of, it is I think it's great uh, and it gives the, the teams more incentive during the season to get as many points as possible to possibly host that's it that's my uh, mentality let's just but, do it at Yankee Stadium every year <laughs> that'd be great uh, next uh, so uh, Montreal against uh, Toronto look we went to the first, the first leg, leg yeah. uh, at, at, uh, at Olympic Stadium in Montreal or the Big O as I'm hearing they call it oh that's nice yeah the Big O uh, it was uh, apparently it's the roof has been closed for years and we're idiots someone uh, yeah, I, commented I, on our I knew that I knew that it was uh, <laughs> I knew when we got there I'm like oh it's, it's closed but I didn't think that it was ever open did you yeah. think it was open at some point? I didn't think it was retractable. No, but what do you mean that you knew it was closed? No, no, no. I mean, once I saw that it was enclosed, yeah. I didn't think that it opened and closed. It did. That that that's a makeshift roof. Oh, it, it that, is that clear part in the middle. That opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That opens. Oh, okay. That, no, I didn't know that's that. it's I wouldn't say it opens. It's now covered. It used to be uncovered. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all right. Well, you yeah, we did the we, expos. 
I do remember the expo. Like they would uh, sometimes they would open their roof. I think at one point it did have a retractable a retractable roof on it. I don't know. I mean, it looked like a tent. I mean, it, it didn't yeah, look it looked like, like a yeah, like a clear, like, a, like a big old ziplock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a zipper lines yeah. on, on the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um So yeah, we went to the first leg and uh, and it was incredible. Oh, uh, great atmosphere. Montreal was up three nil. Yeah, uh, and it felt like they were going to go up by seven. Exactly, and uh, I I mean it looked. It looked like they had both legs in the bag. I mean, it seemed over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does, that, does, does that sound weird? Potato I don't know. sack race? <laughs> both legs in the bag. Both yeah. game, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, how crucial were those two goals that, that Toronto scored in, in Montreal? Because, I mean, you see it in the second leg. What? I mean, I, I mean for me, probably the best MLS game i've ever seen maybe That's the like best mls series series of all time that best series that game that second leg you're talking that about that second leg was unbelievable legendary that was the that was uh, i would say the best mls game i've seen on television i yeah. mean as far as like being i mean uh, uh the 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 lampard comeback yeah. uh, against dc united was probably my favorite game live uh, that game was incredible that was incredible uh just you know uh, like a couple months ago but this game uh, the one we brought Trump to. Yeah, the one we brought Trump to. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but this game ended five two. So much happened uh, in this game. It's upside down. I mean, and and I think you said it best. Uh, you know, set pieces. Set pieces. That's it, dude. I mean, that, I mean, that, is, that was that was that's Montreal's the tonight. That yeah. was Montreal's downfall. Uh, they gave up. I mean, they gave up three goals. Their first three goals were just from uh, either set piece plays or like a, a broken set piece play. Um, but. Montreal started pretty strong. Twenty uh, fourth minute, they got a goal by Oduro. Oduro, yeah. Uh, and at that point, I'm like, this. this and he game, played. He used to play for Toronto. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, uh, I mean, he, he always like he just his his pace is just uh, uh, unparalleled. But I, once once that goal went in, I'm like, that's it. That's it. Montreal has this. There's no way they're gonna give well, this game. If up. you recall back to when we had um, the gentleman from Toronto FC beat writer on, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. We talked about Oduro's pace, and uh, and we're like, you think he's ever gonna come good? And the, I can't remember the dude's name that we spoke to now. I should have looked this up beforehand. But um, he said he goes, well, you know, he's like thirty something. Like I think this is who he is, and we're just gonna have to live with the fact that he's kind of inconsistent, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has those flashes of brilliance. Over these two legs, we saw exactly why you have someone like Oduro on your team. That you literally saw the come good of of his talent. Like that's exactly what you wanted to see. Getting, you know, getting behind the back line, using that pace to disrupt everything, push everyone out of position. It leads to good crosses. It looked, it leads to great opportunities. And also when you have someone like, like Nacho, you know, who can just sort of pinpoint where he wants the ball to go, that becomes such a dangerous pairing. Yeah. Well, this match is, uh, you know, uh, Piatti was, uh, obviously involved in both in both goals yeah. but the pass the pass to Oduro Piatti has this great ability to not pass the ball too early you know some right. people hold the ball too long yes uh, you know we saw Bradley. that with, we, we saw that with <laughs> Bradley <laughs> we saw that a lot with uh, Poku from NYCFC we, it was yeah. like a big issue last year it's just like you just, it's just a, a second too long right get it off your foot and Piatti it has the, the ability to uh, uh, he holds the ball he attracts defense a lot of people ball watch. Yeah, when when he has the ball because they're is, afraid of because he they're afraid he might shoot. That's respect. Yeah, that very much. I mean, you see the respect uh, uh, from all the defenders when Piatti has the ball and he holds the ball to the point 
where you have to you have to go towards him. Yeah. And w- once he sees that, that's when he, he he can let go of the ball or make a great move and get by you. And the other thing he does is he positions himself in a position where he knows where you're going to lunge at him. Yeah. And he still is able to sort of get the ball around. And, you know, I mean, we should start the Cooligans gush about Piotti. I mean, <laughs> yeah. With this podcast is because we love him so much. And if we could ever get him as a guest, we would be so honored. It, so if anyone listening to this in Montreal knows uh, Ignacio Piotti, <laughs> yeah. please, please, please let him know. But what what I wanted to say is, you know, Jack Wilshire is someone that we I've talked about a lot with other Arsenal uh, fans. Do you want him? Do you don't? I remember there was a gentleman who used to be like a trainer um, and he was over from England when they were doing the American tour. Um, and I got a chance to speak to him and he's known Jack Wilshire for like 12 years. And I said, why do you think, you know, everyone says he's injury prone, blah, 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 blah. And he said exactly what you just said. He goes, you know, he watches the players in Spain and he tries to mimic what they do. So that's from an early age. Um, and what he does is he likes to hold the ball as long as possible so he can get off his foot and you're way out of position exactly and so he does that as, a, as a, it's a skill he's learned you know he's not nervous on the foot but what happens is as they lunge towards him england is a much more aggressive league they're going directly onto the side of his foot <laughs> and he's hurting his ankle so much yeah, yeah because he loves to hold on to the ball and he sort of turns he opens his body up so he can pass around him and then he runs past and now the defender's out of position and everyone has to collapse that one small move that you just talked about changes Everyone, everyone, how everyone defends, especially Toronto, which doesn't defend very well. Yeah, it is interesting. Even just you saying that about uh, about the Premier League. Uh, now that I just think about it, I'm like, yeah, you don't really find many players that hold onto the ball very long. Like no. that, that's not that's not the style of play. Like Ghana, Ghana on, on Everton, he's one of those players that can. Yeah. You know, yeah. he seems to be sort of, he's sambaing out there. Like, you don't know which way he's going to go. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, Did you uh, hear about Balassi, by the way? We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I saw what happened to Balassi. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. devastating. He's out for a while. Um, so, uh, a lot of time to write bars. Th- look, and, and that's another uh, another reasoning for uh, for the, the the next goal that, that Piatti scored. Yeah. Uh, which was, again, it was a pass from Venegas. And then uh, Piatti's just like, it, it just looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, right. but he he's in more control than you really think. Yeah. And and he's holding on. He's just hovering over the ball and, and shielding it in a way that yeah, the you you can't get. I forgot the player that the the center back that was covering him, but he basically hit it into his. It wasn't an own goal, but uh, yeah, he, you know he was trying to defend, and the ball you know trickled in. Sure. Uh, and yeah, it was just another example. Look, I, even after that goal, I'm like th- that's it, Montreal. They have this. Yeah. But, but and this is the thing about Montreal. <laughs> and, you know, and the funniest part was the guys that were sitting to our right, you could see them in our video. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was sitting to my right, he, we, you and I were, were like walking around like 3 0 in the first leg, like, this is done. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was like, it's never done with Montreal. And he, God, what, what wise words. Because, you know, it, it's exactly what happened. I mean, look, the first half, it, it, especially after that uh, Oduro goal, it just it looked like it was over for Toronto. But, man, they did not give up. Uh, so look, they tied the away goal with those two goals. Yeah, they got so a goal. Nick's the away goal. They got right? a goal uh, at the 37th minute from Armando Cooper. Another a set piece and the ball's bouncing around. And look, and you sort of understand that you can sort of maybe let that one go. Yeah. Um, but the second goal uh, before at, at, you know, uh, at stoppage time in the first half. Oh, kills uh, you every time. Uh, just uh, out the door. Uh, you know, a great pass from Jovinko, but no, again, nobody's covering <laughs> Altador, yeah. which is uh, he also muscled some people off of him. I, I mean, mean he did that both both games. In yeah, the he, I mean, he was very very physical. Clearly, he's uh, coming into his own, man. Yeah. He looks on fire. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he can do it uh, for anybody but the U.S. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> that's his rule. Well, man, he made that rule, not us. <laughs> Listen, you live the way you want to live, bro. <laughs> but maybe maybe Bruce Arena gets something else out of him. Who we'll knows? S- we'll see. Uh, 
Uh, and yet, look, and and uh, going into second half, Montreal is down two one. If that game, if that goes one one into the second half, it's it's a completely different game. And uh, did I, I felt bad for Montreal, especially we had gone, we had just gone to the first leg. We were like, oh, this is cool. Uh, Toronto yeah. beat NYCFC. We're like, oh, whatever. Who cares about them? Yeah. Uh, and you felt bad, especially after that goal. Right. Like, look, I'm not a fan of NYC, of uh, Impact of Montreal, mm-hmm. but I felt bad. Yeah. I felt, felt bad. I felt terrible. That's it. Because yeah, that's, yeah. that's we love their fans so much. Yeah. And Piani. We felt bad for Piani. <laughs> um, and that, yeah. Look, it, it, it changed the game a lot. But look, after Hagelin's goal, they they got the they got the second goal yeah. uh, after after Altidore's goal. Right. Uh, in, in the second half. But then, yeah, Nick Hagelin. Uh, Aglin's like, and you know, I don't but know. In, in, it left immensely open. Yeah, just again. I mean, <laughs> he looked like Superman. He ran from what the half. He look. He was a dolphin <laughs> yeah, yeah. coming out of the water, just showing Sh- off, <laughs> just shaking around, <laughs> and bang. <laughs> I mean, just totally showing off. Yeah, it was it was embarrassing. If you're if you're Montreal, to look back on this season, to have Drogba. To look back on the season and to think of the fan support and to think of how far they came and to know that they were just marking a guy away from getting into the MLS Cup final yeah. has to break their soul. It's rough. And, and look, and speaking of Drogba, how just not good does he look? I mean, those we saw him in those two games. Yeah. I mean, obviously something's wrong. Just either he's, he's just old or he's injuries, and and you know he's he was recovering from I think a back injury. Yeah. I, I figure what exactly what it was. Uh, and a thigh injury, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, clearly just done. Just, he's, yeah, he's just he's done. done. And, he, and he didn't look great. Uh, you know, he was subbed in uh, for uh, for Mancosu. And, you know, I, I would have probably preferred Mancosu 90 minutes than, than, yeah. than Drogba. And the other yeah. thing is, is like, dude, he lit the city on fire. So you take that for what, you know, you take that for what it's worth. And you, um, you sort of enjoy the fact that it happened and you take back those memories and then you go get yourself somebody good next year. You yeah. Know? So the, the, the game, uh, went into extra time and the game winner, uh, from Benoit Sheru, uh, who I've also been talking, uh, pretty much about on this a lot. He a lot. came in, Jovinko was cramping. He came in for, for Jovinko and, uh, and, and just brought, I mean, brought the winning goals, a header Kamara didn't mark him correctly. I mean, it wasn't a set piece. It was just a cross. Right. Uh, but Kamara's a big dude. He should he probably should just out muscle him. But look, it was already like a hundred uh, what the ninety eighth minute. Mm-hmm. So uh, look, he's gassed. Yeah, and and somebody was gonna make a mistake. It was raining like crazy. Uh, so there was, there was so much risk. Uh, to to you know someone uh, giving up someone just out of fatigue. Uh, and that's what it sort of looked like. Uh, you know that Sheru's goal. I mean, it was a great goal. Uh, when you watch it, Montreal just stops in their tracks, which uh, you could tell they're they're completely guessed at exactly. that point, and they knew they lost. Yeah, and 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 Toronto. Uh, I mean, they were playing with a fire. I had n- I had not seen all season. They really they really wanted to win that match, and and you saw the, 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 their fans be so supportive. Uh, I I think the 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 one of the coolest parts was uh uh, uh cross to to Ricketts. Yeah, that move that he put on uh uh he put he, he uh, who was that? Simon Laurent Simon yeah. and uh oh, the, I forgot the other guy that was covering him. Uh, c- Surreal. I mean, it was just so cool to see. Just uh, he he did like a uh, uh, he the, his first touch on the ball was like a uh, like I mean it was like a, a backwards cross. I don't even I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Like I mean he 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 clipped it to like he clipped to behind inside. himself inside yeah, like, it, inside the two defenders and then he turns the other way. Yeah. See, so it, it, inside his foot 
to to the right inside the right foot to the left behind him. I mean, it was it was great. It was yeah. just a great move, and and he created space and with a cross to Ricketts, and obviously, and that was the nail. Ricketts just runs in on it, and that's the thing. Like, dude, when you watch someone play at that level, like they're playing and they're making those types of decisions, you know that they're full con, fully confident, and that's yeah. it. That's what you need. Yeah, that's what you need from a guy like Alzador. You know, like when he played at AZ Alkmaar, he was running around. This is the type of shit he would do. With the men's national team because he felt so confident. He was like, "Oh man, nothing can, nothing can go wrong." Yeah, he. I mean, he looked, he looked great. He I looks mean, great. He looks really you good. Got, you got a goal and an assist. Uh, you can't ask for more. Uh, I mean, he, he was just powerful on the ball and 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 just pushing people. I mean, literally pushing people away. I mean, in in the first leg, that goal probably shouldn't have counted. The right. one where he he pushed, uh, I think, Oyongo. Uh, pushed, pushed, just, just pushed that dude the whole way down the hallway <laughs> in school on the way to lunch. Uh, which yeah, he got the assist to Bradley. Uh, but look, that's that's his game. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna play a, yeah. a, a strong game, and he uses it uh, to the advantage to these tiny MLS defenders. They can't. <laughs> that's the thing. Like when you're a big dude, I mean, you're good. Everything you do looks like it's a foul, you know. So he knows yeah. how to use it to his advantage. It's like the problem Shaq had. Yeah. Shaq had the same exact issue. Yeah. Oh wait, and when he look, played soccer, and exactly, <laughs> he was a he was a beast. Yeah, he was a monster. But LeBron has this problem too, where um where. It, the the reverse where he gets fouled and he's such a strong and big guy that he, it doesn't look like it doesn't look fouled. like he got yeah. fouled at all. So he's getting smacked around. Yeah. <laughs> so this happens. This is another thing that happens to to Altidore. But look, uh, props to Toronto. They are going to the MLS Cup. It is uh, they are hosting it. Uh, and it's yeah, it's gonna. They be- added additional stands too. They have uh, temporary stands that they've added. This is gonna be a big deal. This is gonna be big. And you know what, Jimmy Conrad said, like you know, the big watershed moment, the first watershed moment was bringing Toronto in and seeing that supporters culture. And I'm glad that these guys are being honored. You know, they're being honored with their first real, uh, you know, run in the playoffs, and now they're getting honored by going straight to the MLS Cup. So enjoy it. You know, I know yeah. I don't know if Altidore is gonna be the next season. Javinko supposedly is getting a lot of attraction from other from other countries you know who knows not, who knows? not italy not <laughs> italy uh not the, not the national team italy's sure. not interested <laughs> but we'll see we'll see what happens enjoy it man this is big this is yeah, a big one that's a uh, one thing i want to give a lot of credit to especially we got to see firsthand canada's soccer culture right and met boy they do it they do it good they, they do, do it big they man. do it well man they know what they're doing that was it. a lot of fun we thought we were gonna die a couple times <laughs> watch the video it's on youtube yeah go to uh, our youtube channel uh, youtube.com slash soccer cooligans it uh, says 24 hours in montreal it's not a 24-hour video it's very very short <laughs> it's got a lot of funny we yeah we have some friends up there one of my friends is a barber one of my friends is a rapper up there so it's a lot of fun we had a great great time so thank you for Such everyone in montreal being so supportive um you want to you want to go to a second segment and we'll talk uh, a little uh, a classico. Yeah, we'll, talk classico. we'll also talk. talk the second leg of um, uh, Colorado and Seattle. Yeah, we'll mention that briefly. <laughs> no, not, really, nothing happened. No, nothing really Actually, happened. Actually, don't even mention. Let's not talk about <laughs> it. Whatever. Seattle wins. Jordan Morris, everything. He heard our podcast. He took us <laughs> where he was like, fuck those guys. Watch what I'm going to do. And he's, he looked, and now he's, in the MLS he's Cup. out there injuring himself. And now he's in the MLS Cup. So good on you. Um, and uh, yeah, well, why don't we do this? We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit of EPL and La Liga. Yeah. And we'll go from there. Sound good? Sweet. All right. 
Hey everybody, this is Alexis from the Cooligans. I'm breaking in just to talk to you a little bit about Mack Weldon. Um, I've talked about this underwear before. They're absolutely amazing. And look, they sell more than underwear. But here I'm, I'm going to tell you about this underwear because I guarantee you that the underwear that I'm talking about is better than the garbage you have at home, okay? Um, I know that because I have that same garbage. Now I have a pair of Mack Weldon underwear. Absolutely incredible. I was at a wedding in the woods. I don't know who got married in the woods. I don't understand why they just can't have it in a hall. Like everyone else with parents arguing, they decided to do it out in the middle of the woods. I danced my ass off. I must have danced for about four or five hours straight. My knees are killing me. I'm an older man now. I don't know what's happening to me. But you know what didn't bother me? The fucking underwear I was wearing. It smelled amazing when I took them off. I danced all night. I, I wore them to sleep. I woke up the next morning, took them off, and I was like, you know what? Let me check these one more time. I smelled them incredible. Again, gave them to my wife. You know what she said? They don't smell bad. Which, that's uh, that's world-class level. That's gold. <laughs> it's winning gold in the Olympics level for my underwear. They usually smell bad coming back from the cleaners, and they're like, we don't know what to do with these things. These things smell good on the way to the cleaners. It's incredible. It's totally different. I don't know what to say about it. They're magic. They're made out of mirror station. I don't know what they're made out of, but you guys got to go try them. Go to MacWeldon.com. If you use the code COOLIGANS, you're going to get 20% off. That's C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. You're going to get 20% off the best damn underwear you can get, MacWeldon.com. Hey, oh, we are back. <laughs> that was nice coordination on our part. Yeah. Uh, so, oh boy, uh, a lot's happened. A lot. Obviously, obviously in Europa. Yeah, uh, a lot outside of this country. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, the last few uh, weeks we haven't really been talking too much about Europe, just because MLS has been so hot. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> so, Full uh, fire. But yeah, we are still rekindling our. We passion. are still uh, paying attention to it, and after uh, after the MLS Cup, we're gonna you know uh, dive into uh, Premier League and, and La Liga, Liga and little, everything uh, else a yeah. little bit more. Um, but by everything else, we mean France and Italy. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah, all the all the all the, the of evil. Well, yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the other. Oh yeah, we will talk about Germany as well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, uh, let's start with La Liga. We don't really talk about. Uh, you know what's interesting is that uh, with La Liga, obviously Ronaldo and Messi are are, are in there, and uh, yes, I, they are. They are. They're, they're pretty popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah people know who they are. Um, but it, I don't. Know, for, to some for some reason, uh, even though La Liga has like the best players in the world, yeah, uh, and probably the most fun league. I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm not as interested in it. I don't even know if it's as if it's really? the most fun. I don't know. I don't I, I don't enjoy it as much. Sevilla's crushing it. Sampaoli. I've been talking about him for years. I was right. I don't. You know. I I I'm Atleti's doing. I, I'm great. gonna say I I definitely don't give it enough of a chance. It's 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 just because I guess when I see, uh, you know, I watch Real Madrid. I, I I watch Barcelona, and I and I sort of see what they do, and I see how dominant they are. That the the fact that there's no there's there's even less parity. Uh, in La Liga than, than Premier League, yeah. it makes me a little less interested. I'll be, I'll be honest about that. Because the results, I feel like the results, I'm not as interested in the results. I, I'm, I'm more interested in La Liga highlights. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. More I than, see your point. than watching games, you know. because Watching it, Barcelona trounce a small team <laughs> exactly. every week. But, you know, it's not happening this year. This is the year to watch. Yeah. Barcelona, yeah, it a bit has of a struggle. Been, it has been very different, yeah. Luis Enrique, I don't know if he's going to make it. You know, uh, but the bar is very high. Uh, I mean, yeah. they won last year. You just get rid of them. That's yeah, it. I would. <laughs> Barcelona will. You know, that's how Barcelona does it. Uh, you know, ever since Pep left. Um, look, uh, what, did you have any predictions before, you know, at Clasico? Which is, if you guys don't know, I don't know why you're listening I, to this. I, 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 yeah. It's Real Madrid versus Barcelona. It happens twice in the league itself. 
biggest matches of the league. I, I, I thought uh, Barcelona was going to win. I, I, you know, really, yeah. Real Madrid is is up uh, in the standings by six points. I, I felt Barcelona was the better team. Gareth Bell's not playing. Yeah, uh, for, uh, out with an injury, so I figured they had this one. Yeah, and I got to be honest, they look like they look like a better team for most of it too. You know, yeah. Real Madrid didn't look confident, but that's the thing about Real Madrid is that they have the ability to sort of just come back. You know, they can play the long ball. They can play a bit more direct. Uh, yeah. Whereas Real Madrid, I mean, Barcelona is Barcelona's going to do what Barcelona does. Yeah. They're going to, they get a half possession. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, and, and, they, and they don't even really tiki talk anymore. But what they do is they pretty much hold position until they can get it to their front three. And then the front three do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> so that, that, That's the game plan. Just yeah. get the ball to those three guys up there. It's the old Fresh Prince of Bel-Air high school basketball episode where they're yeah. like, here's the rule. The coach just like get it to Will Smith or whatever. <laughs> Will you know? It's the same thing. It's just get it to MSN. You know, get it to Neymar. Get it to you know Messi. Get it to Suarez. Something's gonna happen, and you no one knows what position they're gonna be playing. No one knows what side <laughs> they're gonna be on. They're just gonna do something and they're gonna score. Uh, and and that's that's a, a a safe bet for the most part. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and this game should have been a Barcelona victory. Neymar I mean, missing that. Neymar. Sitter. I mean, he's not, it's not really a sitter. sitter yeah. yeah, but for him, it because is. he create he to, for him to create that space with with such you know little room. Yeah, uh, was incredible. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, he was in the sort of the top corner of the eighteen yard box. A uh, bit of a bit of a of a dance there. Little juke defender run defender leans to the right. Neymar all of a sudden is about seventeen yards <laughs> away from him to the left. Just so fast. I mean, it was it was such a sharp. It was a Barry Sanders juke. Yeah, you know and. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is, if that happens in the game FIFA, it's an automatic curler to the top corner. It's a Tommy, it's a you know Tommy, Tommy McNamara <laughs> curler to the top corner. And yeah. you have it, to call it a Tommy Mac curler going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah, he, I will. It's his, yeah, it's his. Uh, but that's exactly what shot. he does. Yeah. You see Neymar lean his body. Everyone goes here, it comes. The goalkeeper's like, well, nothing I can do here, and the ball just goes wide. Yeah, I it mean, curls perfectly, I, I, but that, wide. No, no, not wide. Over the bar. I mean, he blasted bar, it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he hit it. Uh, he hit it. He hit it too hard. But and which I I think speaks to. The, the pressure of that game. I yeah. mean, it's always I mean, it's two times. Uh, the, those fixtures are two times a year. It's a big deal. You, Massive. You have to win. You have to win them uh, mm-hmm. you, because you know to, at the end of the year, it's just basically going to be you, t- you uh, uh, Real Madrid, and uh, Atletico, right? Yeah. Uh, so And maybe Sevilla. And maybe Sevilla. This year. Uh, but look, they had... Uh, Neymar had that chance. Also, Messi had, had a, a great chance. Yeah, that, that's true. That, that, that went wide. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it should have been, uh, you know, it should have probably, it should have been two, one Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, I, they, they, they got the goal from, uh, off the set piece, uh, from, from Suarez. Right. Uh, and, with the header. Yeah. And that was great. Barcelona uh, scoring with a header should be shocking. But, but when it comes to, uh, uh, skill, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to poo poo Real Madrid, but it, it really doesn't seem like they can keep up with Barcelona when it comes to skill. No, yeah, technical ability, but to some degree, they also say like, "Go ahead and dance." I'm just going to take the ball away from you by being rough, and then yeah, we're going to streak up. Yeah. So to some degree, that's kind of playing into Real Madrid's technique or, or you know, plan to okay. some degree. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, Real Madrid, uh, they got the late goal from Sergio Ramos, uh, yeah. who probably who had an earlier chance that he missed. And you know how many goals he scored in his career? How many? Seventy five. For defender, that's a defender. That's yeah, that's insane. That's a defender. <laughs> There's guys yeah. making millions of dollars a year that haven't scored 75 goals in the time he has. That's incredible. Strikers. Yeah, I didn't really realize that. Uh, 75 goals is a defender. And by the way, dude, the dude's automatic to score after the 80th. Yeah, 
I mean, he almost had a header. He kind of hit it higher that's over. That's right. Eighty uh, fifth minute. Look at at some point, it it was gonna bite Barcelona in in the ass, not making those uh, those For chances sure. that they had. Uh, uh, but overall, a good game. I, I, Great game. I, I like that at the very least that there is, uh, uh, you know, it's not. I think last year was the the four nil that Real Madrid yeah. lost. They lost the first the first match of the uh, Clasico. But this was right. it was nice. Competitive. Yeah, this was it was very competitive. It was a, a tough game. Uh, and and in La Liga, that's you know for most of the games, it's not like that. So yeah. you just either you know this is a nice change of pace. <laughs> so it was good. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's not. You know, it's not always a great one-one game. You don't expect. We didn't see the the you know the five-two right. uh, uh, that we saw in Toronto, yeah. but but it was uh, overall it was a good game. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but whatever. Like the, both of those teams are going to be fine. Yeah, and there was a lot of those moments like oh oh, where they might have scored each side. It was great, great back and forth game. Yeah, um, let's let's go into uh, Premier League because uh, we're going to go uh, heavy into this the next uh, the next few weeks. Yeah, um, so we'll we'll go lightly, but Arsenal continuing to win. Arsenal, what is this? Nineteen out of the last twenty in all competitions. Yeah, uh, nineteen out of the last twenty one. If you count the first match of the season in the league, we've gone now nineteen matches straight. 20 matches straight undefeated. I, you can't ask for anything more than yeah, that. I, you know, I always feel weird when you're like, well, we've done this. I'm like, uh, as if you contributed anything to this team. I am representing <laughs> Arsenal on this podcast. And don't you dare take that away from me. I'm sorry. Don't you dare take that away from us. <laughs> I have every right, sir. <laughs> I, it feels odd. That's all I'm saying. It's just because in, 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 I never... Uh, sometimes I, I can do see it, it in your eyes. You're like, you couldn't even run. <laughs> I do it with NYCFC sometimes. And, and, and even still, it feels like a little strange. I'm like, I, well, I didn't do anything. All right. But I, but mean, I, get, know, but I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alexis Sanchez. I, player of the league. Player right of the now. league. I, hands down. I mean, he's just been dominant. I, you know, a hat I, trick and an assist against West Ham. Look, when Arson said he was going to be our, you know, Aguero, I was like, oh, what is what are you smoking? <laughs> you know, I, I, I had all the confidence, confidence in the world in his ability, but he's a short guy. Yeah. Can we play the can, way you, that it takes? You, you can't even tell. You can't even tell. He plays like a giant out there. He and really the thing does. is, can you play in the desired style that would create? An opportunity for him. That was the question. Mm -hmm. um, this whole thing with him being able to sort of float in and out of that central position. Um, and Ozil. Ozil's just on another level. I mean, I know Alexis Sanchez is getting $250 million contract offers from China. So that's supposed... The rumor is that's why he hasn't signed back on with Arsenal. He's basically going to go become a billionaire in China. Look, I get it. And I know why you would. But why would you ever want to leave Ozil's side? Ozil just resigned. Stay with this dude. Build on it. I think you you sound like somebody who's like trying to uh, convince uh, a girl to break up. Yeah. Why would you want to leave Ozil? Side? I mean, he's, look, I know he's he a yells good sometimes, <laughs> but he cares about you. Look at those big eyes. He clearly loves yeah. you. Yeah. Well, I think he's about to cry. <laughs> oh, that's a photo of him from two weeks ago when he won. Uh, look, I think he's about to cry. No, another photo of him. <laughs> Uh, he's welling up. Nope, just his bags. But uh, uh, but he I, he's a beast. He's, he's yeah. And I, watching him a lot this year, he's um, you know, I I think winning the 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 Copa America um, maybe helped this a little bit, like build right. build his confidence. Absolutely, but he can he, lead his country. He can do the same things for his club. Uh, and and uh, Alexis, he's looking. 
like a, a player built for the Premier League, which you, which you don't really expect from, I guess, South, South American, American players. Yeah, no, not at all. But he's really embracing the toughness of the league. He's not really. He, a lot of his goals have not been from like fancy technical anything. He's just he just knows where to be. Right. Uh, and, and 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 a good example of that that first touch. I think it was his second goal. I don't remember where he turns around. Where he turns around. Oh. That touch. And that's that's what the game is because you don't have time in the Premier. You don't have you time don't. to think about right. What you can't. You, this isn't like Brazil where they take like twelve steps back. Yeah, they're and gonna. You dance. They're going to push you. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. gonna. They're and gonna shoulder you away from the ball. Four massive <laughs> construction workers from the north of England are gonna show up. Exactly. And and yeah, that first touch and that turn. It was just too fast. It was. It was too precise. Uh, that yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna keep up and 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 the shot that uh, across the face of across the, the face. Of I the mean, goal. what did they? One of those sports science shows was like he had like a four to five degree angle yeah. that he could have possibly put it in. And then if you take take into consideration the the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. it left him with like a two, like a one and a half to two degree, and that's exactly where he they hit it. it yeah. I mean, and with pace and power, and you know, I think all you know, look, a hat trick, amazing. Yes, he was offside in the last one. What does it matter? You know, yeah. we're at 5 1. 4 1, yeah. 5 1. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> so give him the hat trick. He deserved it for how well he played. And also, if you're West Ham, don't think about, don't look at that. Look in the stands, yo. Where's your fans at, dog? Yeah. Yo, West Ham, where'd they go? Yeah, well, you, they, they're back at the old stadium. Yeah, they, they went back to the old stadium. <laughs> That's right. They're watching highlights on their phones of, of last season when Dimitri Payet actually knew how to play. Yeah, how, what a bummer. West Ham, especially, you know, the first time I really saw them was last year and how good they were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, they finished in sixth or seventh Probably, place. Like, in your head, you're like, where are these two great teams, Leicester? City and Weston. What's happening to these two? That's the city is another. What the hell is going on? Exactly what I said was going to happen. <laughs> this is literally what I said was going to happen. How incredibly bad. Uh, I, I, look, obviously, the, clearly the winning formula is if you have Conte on your team, you will be in first place. That's it. <laughs> There's no Conte other. Conte wins the league. Yeah, uh, it's so crazy. I mean, it, that's, that's, that's kind of what it feels like. Chelsea's, I, I mean, they've, Chelsea and Leicester have literally flipped. Yeah, uh, uh, sides. I mean, they. I mean, and, and last year they also flip sides. Yeah, and so it's still. <laughs> you put one player from that team on the on the other team, and that's like the, the only so. player of the of the major players on that team that Arsenal didn't go after, and the one we needed. Contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you have Coughlin, right? He's I, I enjoy Coughlin. Uh, I think I said his whole name. And uh, Shaka. I love Shaka. Shaka's Shaka. great. I, and Mustafi looks like the buy of the year. That guy's amazing. Yeah, Arsenal. Uh, I mean, what, what, you know, we need you a say striker. You say this every year, uh, but I mean they look like they're, they're title contenders. I yeah. mean they look pretty good. Uh, so they're definitely going to finish second, uh, <laughs> and I can't wait for that. It's an uh, it's an honor. Go buy a striker, please, Arsenal. Go buy a striker. Okay. Uh, oh, and Diego Simeone said he's not going to Arsenal. Supposedly he's going to Inter Milan. Oh yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. So Brigham Schwartz. Um, Manchester Schmidt, Schmidt, sorry. Manchester City uh, against Chelsea. Chelsea wins this three to one. Uh, good game, intense match. Uh, Chelsea goes down uh, one nil from an own goal. Great match. Uh, Gary Cahill own goal. I mean, he was just trying to clear it. Yeah, whatever. It's just bad luck. But Chelsea comes back with three goals. Uh, they Chelsea this season has looked. Uh, I mean, what a difference from the 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 Mourinho and uh, what was the other guy that covered that that. Um, that replaced Mourinho when uh, last year. I forgot his name. Um, Whatever that era. Yeah, uh, of the I can't remember Mourinho his name and the other guy. Uh, Why can't I remember his name? I don't you know who I'm talking. You know, about. We, we, know we everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can. <laughs> um, but 
the the obviously this game is very chippy. What first place and third place? Uh, yeah, a lot at stake. Lot if at you're stake. if you're Man City, this is a big opportunity to show you know how big you are. If you're Chelsea and Conte, this is a chance to show no one's going to stop us. And I think that's exactly what they showed. Yeah, I mean Chelsea. I mean to that credit, I mean yeah, they look. Uh, you know, I, I know when Mourinho was there, they you know. Uh, 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 the f- defense was obviously what was uh, crucial. Uh, uh, parking the bus—that was mm-hmm. like the, the, yeah. the big strategy. But that doesn't look like what Chelsea is uh, right now. No, uh, they are offensively a, a strong team. They- Diego Costa is is looking great. He looks I mean, incredible. He, he looks rejuvenated. He's not fighting everybody. Oh, I mean, he ran out for the fight, though. He, oh, yeah, I mean, he, he ran got, out of the locker room. Be, I mean, that's, he's when, like a WWE when, guy. When it's a slobber knocker, you yeah. want yo tag me in, bro. He's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Y'all had a fight without me? <laughs> well, this, I mean, at this point, it's just disrespect. Yeah. It's like not It's not, not getting a, an evite. He's you like, know? you've all seen the Christmas list I posted in the locker room. <laughs> I want to be involved in fights. And you guys didn't even call me? <laughs> he may. He's like, yo, you don't not hit even, me back? Not even a cuckoo. <laughs> Not even Squally. a <laughs> Squally. You can't even I mean look out for a brother. No, come on, man. You know I've been waiting all day. I'm wearing these long ass studs. I'm trying to hurt somebody. somebody I got literally no blood on my studs yeah. this come week. On, man. I ain't catch a body all year. And you out here fighting without me. As soon as I turn around, y'all start a fight. I but, think y'all did it on purpose. I was in the cause of that fight, uh, uh Sergio Aguero. I mean, who who is the Diego Costa of uh, 2016? Yeah, yeah, the new Diego <laughs> Costa. The new Diego Costa. He he's had, taking a lot of time off, this guy. Yeah. Uh, he, just, he wants a couple, a couple breaks. Yeah. He's, he's like, Pep, look, I know you're new here, but this is what I do now. Yeah, I, this is who I am now. I need a couple days off. This is what I became over the summer. He came back to school, and all of a sudden, he's got tattoos, <laughs> smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah, he, he, got a, a he has a girlfriend there. in Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't know where she goes to another school. Zipper lighter opens. <laughs> strikes a fire. But Sergio Aguero, what a ridiculous <laughs> tackle uh, on just, David Luiz. Just, I mean, mega frustrated. I mean, frustrated, uh, uh, dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 Aguero, a couple years ago, was the damn hero of Manchester right. City. It looked man. like he came off the top rope. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. I, it just, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, was it both studs? I don't know. I mean, it, he just jumped into uh, uh, Luis's, uh, David Luiz's knee, uh, and it looked really, really bad. It could have been such a such a severe injury, uh, and, and and honestly changes the way I think about Sergio Aguero. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's just not not cool, man. Not cool. Really frustrating. Uh, yeah, he got sent off. Uh, Fernandinho got sent off for uh, doing a, a, a choke slam yeah. on Cesc Fabregas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was just joking. It was so weird. I, I, props to Cesc Fabregas for not doing anything because he kept getting choked by Fernandinho and he just took it. He just took it. He just took and it. That's, and, and, and it says a lot of, of who Chelsea is this year because that wasn't Chelsea no, last Mourinho season. Mourinho would have been out there with a Mar- folding <laughs> chair. <laughs> just cracking on Fernandinho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> Jumping from the stands yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the chair. Yeah. It would have been bad. He would have pulled Coast. out one of the seats from the bench <laughs> yeah. and hit him with that. <laughs> Diego Costa's got a bat wrapped in barbed wire. He's coming out of it. <laughs> it just did the scene from Anchorman when the, <laughs> yeah. all the anchors are fighting. That's basically it's exactly. what Chelsea was uh, last season. And, this year. And look, Antonio Conte is, is, is you know, and he, for a guy who seems insanely fiery on the bench, uh, uh, you know. Yeah, it, but he's like an army guy. Like, he gets it. Yeah. You know, he's like, all right, now, 
now we can do act this way. But then discipline and get back. And let me tell you something. He doesn't need to park the bus. We talk a lot about their formation. His back line plays like an amoeba the same way that it did when, you know, uh, the, you know over, when he was over in Italy. It's like they, they move in the same, like in unison. Yeah. It's like they have earpieces or something. I can't. It's like a ballet. It's, it's so hard it, to explain. It's great, especially because... Uh, you know, after uh, David Luiz came back uh, right. to Chelsea, everybody was like, you know, they, they paid more for them than they sold them for to PSG. Right. And it just seemed like a bad move. And no, it's clearly. the complete opposite. Look, they're in first place. Uh, they're not conceding, uh, conceding many goals. Nope. Uh, uh, so many clean sheets. Uh, Thibaut Coutoir at the beginning of this season was like talking about not coming back to Chelsea. Yeah. And I don't think he, why would he want to leave now? Are you point, kidding me? They look, they look amazing. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> He's got a lawn chair back there. So uh, Aguero's going to be out four games. Uh, Fernandinho is going to be out three games. Right. Uh, 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 Aguero's missing, uh, I think, one match against Arsenal. I think that's probably the biggest one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, look, uh, Manchester City in a weird, like, tailspin, and you sort of didn't expect this from Pep Not Guardiola. at all. You don't yeah. expect it. And that's not going to help fill those seats in the empty hat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I never heard that nickname for The that. empty hat. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Love it. Uh, I like so it. we'll get out of here in a second. But first, we got to talk about United. Oh, man. And you. Oh, my God. Fellaini <laughs> taking off his red and showing he's blue inside. <laughs> Manchester United played uh, played Everton. Uh, they ended a 1-1 uh, draw. As an Everton fan, how do you feel about the way Everton played? Forget the result. Forget. I mean, clearly the last like 25 minutes were Everton's. But overall, I mean, are you excited with what, what you saw? Uh, no, because they're, they're God, it was so bad. They're very. Fr- I mean, it's not even about bad because I, I don't think the team is just uh, just straight up bad. But they, there is. Would they- you say they're good? No, but they, there seems to be um, like there's poor team. Look, I, yes, what I watch, I, I would re- prefer to watch Everton over Hull. Okay, yeah, oh that my god, yeah. <laughs> without a doubt. But um, they're they're missing. I prefer to watch my mom's sex tape if she had one over Hull. <laughs> okay, yeah. let me let me Google Alexis Guerrero's mom's sex tape. <laughs> yeah. See if this is real. Yeah. Uh, first, yeah. first uh, <laughs> you want to just make sure it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Will I watch it? I don't know. Uh, but I just want to just confirm yeah. its uh, its existence. It does not exist. Thank god. <laughs> She does have an iPhone. Who knows what she's doing? <laughs> so look, uh, uh, Everton. Yeah, it is for us. It's frustrating uh, because they. I feel like they're they are they are missing uh, uh, a little bit of creativity. They're missing. Uh, uh, look, I, look. This is also tough for Manchester United. They also look pretty bad. Let's not. Go- Although on paper, Everton looks like a top four team. On TV, they play like a like a lower like a lower half of the table team. Yeah, without a doubt, I I, I wouldn't even give it uh, top four. Look, they started at least fifth. They started well. They were they they, they, they were deserve th- Europa. They were in third. Place. I agree. I agree. They should be there. Yeah. Uh, and and Ronald Koeman should be able to get that team there. This is another one of those situations where Koeman is going to need next year. He's going to need this year to wiggle out, weed out who who doesn't you know deserve to be a part of a system. He's clearly not going to get fired. They're not failing at that rate. No, I don't think He's so. definitely going to be here next year unless something massive happens. But I clearly, I mean, I was saying, I, I tweeted it and it got a lot of love. I texted to you as well. You guys need a, uh, a South American midfielder. You need someone. Look, I love Ghana. He's kind of all over the place. Belasi belongs on the right-hand side, clearly. You need someone that's going to sit there and ping balls, that knows how to get people in, in the right positions. A you hundred percent. Yeah, and that's, what, and, that's what, and that's what Ross Barkley is supposed to be. But he's not that but guy. But he's not that guy. And he's, he shouldn't be that guy. I mean, he, he's, he, like, he... 
even for England, I feel like he he's he he's a little bit more that. But for Everton, I think he he's supposed to play uh, forward a little bit more. And he does he he scored a couple of goals. I think he has two or three goals this season. Um, but he he doesn't. Yeah, look, he didn't play this game. That yeah. I, I think that made it, that was a big, uh, big yeah a, a big deal. Absolutely. Um, to, uh, who was it? It was a, no, not clever. I think uh, cleverly uh, was on his looked uh, garbage. Yeah, and he was bad. I mean. He, the person who's supposed to play that role, yeah. Uh, even if you're not that great at it, right? Don't give up the ball. All I will the time. say he looked bad when he was defending. It was, but why was he? Why was he a left back for half of that game? What happened? I I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know yeah. what's going on with Everton. <laughs> it's very it's very frustrating, and it, I, I, I'm not going to say oh Everton should just absolutely dominate Manchester United without any no with, with ease. Um, but the, the first you know 60, 70 minutes of that game. Manchester United were absolutely dominant. There was a there was a a, a, a Rojo Marcus Rojo who oh, should have been, been sent off. Oh my god! After that, uh, he pulled an Aguero. He pulled an Aguero. He did a, but he connected with the cleats with the bottom of his with uh, the bottom of the boots. Double foot slide. Yeah, uh, a two footer studs it, up into into Ghana. Uh, Terrible. Gay. And, and yeah, it was he he got a yellow, but he I mean he should have been sent off. It was should've, really really he bad. Should have been a straight red. And but uh, still no excuse. Everton. Look, they they are what I think in ninth place. This is where they kind of belong. They Lukaku uh, uh, up front. I mean, this has been the big issue. The up front, there's nothing happening. The last eight games, uh, uh, him and Thibaut Courtois sitting in lawn chairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lukaku has not really received the ball. No, he, he and that's rece- why he needs a midfield. He hasn't received the ball in any like advancing position, no. uh, you know, or 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 uh, a through pass that gets him the ball where he can just kind of. One touch and then hit the that that just doesn't happen for Everton. Everton they they fight f- so hard for every single goal. A- every goal that like the, the the value of every goal to Everton is so high. Yeah, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears going to every goal. That yeah, that they they they're gonna m- uh, mess up somewhere. They're gonna concede maybe one, maybe two. Look, they had that terrible game against Chelsea where they gave a five. Right. But that's not the norm. No, uh, it's not. But also to give up the goal like you gave up to Slaton with that stupid chip. Yeah. Like Stecl- we learned, Stecklenburg, not a sweeper keeper. Stecl- Check that off the list. He, I mean, he did what Claudio Bravo did for Manchester City when he got sent off in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, it, and if he, if he would have touched the wall, he would have gotten a red card. Yeah. So uh, it was a great chip from Zlatan. It and bounced off the crossbar ba- and the post. Yeah, and it was a dumb uh, decision by Funes Mori to not... To not chase after Not chase it. the ball because he could have reached That hesitation it. cost the goal. Exactly. I, I mean, but at, at that point, like, who would have known, right? But, like... We, still, the rule still, is to run after it. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it, it's similar to uh, in baseball. You get contact on the ball, you run hard to first, yeah. regardless of what happens because you don't know what's going to happen. You never know. So, uh, a dumb decision by Stecklenburg. Uh, and, and, yeah... Look, I, I'm, he's not the one to blame necessarily. For, no, in that situation. No, in yeah. that situation, yes. yes. Terrible, but in, terrible in general, decision. For, for, for Everton's uh, losing streak or non-winning streak, he's not, you know, he's not the uh, the, the main reason. But yes, that was a terrible decision. And uh, look, a lot of things could have gone uh, Everton's way. Yeah. Uh, if if Rojo would have gotten sent off, that would have changed the game dramatically. But uh, they did get a penalty uh, from, uh, you know, the legendary Fellaini. 
Uh, <laughs> he was just still doing it for Everton, uh, which is great. Uh, and Fellaini comes in. He's like, I got you. <laughs> Fellaini comes in for you know defensive purposes to hold a one nil lead. And first, I mean, a minute the, the in sentence you just said is hilarious. <laughs> I mean, because they, I guess the, the the idea is like, oh well, he's very tall. He's yeah. and his hair gives him some extra height, uh, so he's going to be an advantage for us defensively. He'll be on your team next year. He's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he, maybe even in the winter. He. He, uh, yeah, he, he, he fouls Adrisa uh, uh, Ganagay right there, right in the box. And dumb decision. He didn't think it was his fault, but he did get contact. Yeah. Uh, and and that's it. And and Leighton Baines uh, buries it, and now we got a one. Surprise! Game. It was Leighton Baines, by the way. And no, not he is the penalty kick taker because Lukaku cannot do it. No, he yeah. just he missed the one in the FA Cup. He's yeah. he's not good. It's not that guy. It's not <laughs> somebody, guy. somebody does. So uh, I thought they were going to finish in fifth. I'm saying they'll be lucky to finish in seventh or eighth. Uh, Everton, they will be lucky. I think Arsenal can win the league. I think we're going to finish. Well, now the, the 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 top four, and then from you know fifth, I think it's like a six or seven point gap. Yeah, that's so. Who's going to get into four from fifth? Is going to I don't know who. I don't know how a that's going to happen. A lot's going to have to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is really is becoming a three to four to five horse race. Um. All right. Why don't we do this? Why don't we end here? Yeah. It's been absolutely amazing podcast. We're going to have so much more content for you guys. We have more videos coming out. Watch the video. Like, share, subscribe. Go on our YouTube comment. channel. Comment. Please, please go on our YouTube channel. Please. And subscribe to our channel and, and like the videos. Comment on them. Yeah. We're trying to build up that, uh, that whole YouTube stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're trying to get a lot more on there. We want to we want to give you guys more entertaining content. So if you haven't already watched, it, even if you have, make sure you go in there and comment, say something nice. That helps us out. Hit the like bar, uh, the like button, the thumbs up, and please, 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 please share. Please, yeah, that'd be great. Be massive. So thank you so much. Uh, my name is Alexis Guerrero. My name is Christian Polanco, and together we are the Cooligans.